Welcome to the No So Podcast, your weekly home station. Station. Okay, they're a Bill and Ted uh, bogus <laughs> advent journey. Bogus event journey. I like it. Yeah, it's Avenge. You know, it's like you know, Biodome. 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 I don't know what it hey, is. Hey, that's on fucking HBO Max now or something. Encino like Man. Oh, I'm canceling that service. <laughs> welcome, in, welcome to this crazy start to the No So Podcast. That's what did it. I can't take this. You're home for all things wrestling. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm long sitting here with the Poly Shore of the group. The Human Mercedes. I was like, who you looking at? Right? <laughs> we, we's in the juice, buddy. The Brendan Fraser of the group, the ch- ch- chosen one, Mike Weevil. Best character on Scrubs. It's like that. Yeah, uh, those are some tough episodes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, my okay, God. Yeah, that's First right. off, turn that around. You did not. You're, 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 you're hitting as hard as, where do you think you are? Just saying that gets it. You're just like, oh, my God. You know what? I can't do this all on my own. <laughs> you're, you're already no you're, you're bringing the mood down, but we have to bring it down. Well, the mood's about to change even more. No, it's not because uh, today, Mister Wonderful, Paul Orndorff passed away. Yes, he did. I, what was it like seventy five? Seventy one. Seventy one. Still young. Yeah, I mean, my dad's two years older than that. I think uh, Hogan's older than that. Yeah. No, no, Hogan's like three years younger. Is he? Yeah. Uh, Flair's older. It's crazy because of the fact I remember like two weeks ago, that like picture came the, out. The picture came out, a news report came out, like he wasn't looking good at all, and he wasn't from that picture. Oh, and his son went online. He's like, look, whoever's sharing that, please don't. Right. He he doesn't want anybody to think of him like that. He wants people to think of him as Mister Wonderful, and he deserves that. Yeah, yeah, go on the way out, you know. Um, but. Corey, give us a breakdown of who was, who is Mr. Wonderful. Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff was born in uh, 1950. The Brandon Bull from Brandon, Florida, uh, played for the New Orleans Saints and then I fell for a quick cup of coffee. There you go. <laughs> Didn't your dad know the owner? Uh, well, the <laughs> you and, don't, you uh, don't worry about that. Yeah, don't worry about that. He didn't want to tell you either, so fine. And once the football career was over, I believe a knee injury. Like, checks out. Yeah. It's the 70s. That's pretty on brand. <laughs> and in the 70s especially. Um, went, uh, he went trained at the, uh, at the old snake pit there in Florida with Eddie Graham and Bob Roop and all those men who would beat the living tar out of you to prove that you wanted to be in it. And uh, starting in the late 70s, he started making quite the name for himself in Memphis and Florida and the continental area, um, Georgia, uh, Georgia Championship Wrestling on WTBS. Yep. One of the, uh, the original Zoom. stars of that um, was in the early was in the contention. He was on the short list, guys, of people they were considering for the NWA World Championship in the early eighties, along with Ric Flair and Ted DiBiase, and of course Ric Flair got the nod and worked. So unfortunately, the other two didn't get a shot. You know, but uh, but he was on the very short list. After Georgia in 83, um, he, he, well, he spent some time in Mid-South, which is a tough territory in itself. And by this point, he already had the reputation of being a tough son of a bitch. And um, everybody thinks he was part of the Hogan National Expansion in 84, and he was. However, he actually showed up in November of 83 in the WWF. Mm-hmm. Just a couple months before they started the the real big push. Now, to people your generation or younger, odds are Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff probably isn't going to mean a hell of a lot. Because you guys just missed the era where he was something. Yeah, we got the tail end. Yeah, like to me, and I missed, like he was already gone from the WF by the time I first started watching. However... They did such a good job back in the 80s of building up WrestleMania and how big it was that just the fact that he was in the main event of the first WrestleMania meant he was a huge star and a made man, even to people like me. Yep. Uh, so that when he came back in 90 uh, to WCW after, because he had, uh, full disclosure, in 86, he hurt his triceps and biceps. Yep. And it was, I think, his left arm. It was his left. Yeah. yeah. And, but he was feuding with Hogan. He had turned on Hogan. Mm-hmm. And they were drawing money. Back then, there were no guaranteed contracts, and you didn't get paid if you didn't work. 
And he did what I'm sure nine out of ten, probably ten out of ten guys would have done. Kept working to make that fucking money because you don't get the Hogan rub all the time. And he still stands along with Randy Savage as the um, highest grossing challenger for Hogan. They put 68,000 people in the CNE Stadium in Toronto in August for a non-televised house show. Think about that, guys. A couple months before Mania 3, they put 68,000 in the stadium for a fucking house show just to see Hogan and Orndorff. They might not get 68 today. Yeah. And, and truth be told, that match, doing that much at that time, is what gave Vince the impetus to go to the Silver Dome for three. Um, and everybody thought it was weird that, Sa- that Orndorff didn't wrestle on WrestleMania three. Well, But did you know he got a paycheck for it? Yeah, I, nice. I, he heard, a paycheck. I heard something. Do you know why? Because wasn't Orndorff the second in case Andre couldn't go? He was the backup in case Andre's back was bad and he couldn't work. So they so with him purposely being held out of any other kind of angle, they paid him anyway. It's like it's only fair. He was going to be our backup. Um, he left, started a bowling alley, and operated it. <laughs> Came back to WCW, nineteen ninety, went to Smoky Mountain, and then back to WCW for a fun run in the early nineties. Um, probably best known in the late nineties for that awesome theme song. Mr. Wonderful. And the fact that he beat the shit out of uh, Vader wearing uh, shower slippers. Shower slippers, yeah. And then he became a trainer for WCW. But a huge star in the 80s. Huge star in the WF. Drew massive amounts of money for them. Projected himself as what he was, which was an all, a badass motherfucker. Um. He, uh, it's said, it's been said by guys, um, that Ming's untouchable in the locker room if you want to fight. However, Orndorff might give him the best shot. That was, that was the scuttlebutt back in the day. Um. Poor old Andy. Yeah. Sucks that he's, uh, passed away, uh, per, er, condolences to his friends and family. Of course, yeah. Um, Hall of Famer. Oof. Didn't give a shit about anything and famously... Left the Hall of Fame plaque in this hotel room the next day when he left. That checks out. <laughs> it, we saw him in the when the Hogan birthday party showed came to Portland. He showed up and like Corey, what you said. No, no who, who, who? Yeah. Uh, did you guys see that? They ended up like is it the first six opponents that Hogan yeah, had at WrestleMania. Yeah. Uh, I sent that. Holy photo. fuck! Holy how, god! How dude. crazy! The first six are have passed away. Orndorff, Piper, Macho, Warrior, Andre, Andre yeah. Warrior. Jesus. Oh, bu- uh, uh, Bundy. Bundy, yeah. That's fucking crazy. Stay, uh, skip a year and don't go to The Rock. It's sad because it's like... <sighs> hmm. Did it. All, it's slowly but surely, all my childhood heroes are just dying. It's just... And it's part of life. Did you? The older you I, get. I, 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 so did you see the actor from Night Court passed away? Which one? Um. Oh my God! Where is he at? Uh, the I don't. Hang on. Hanging on. I don't want to be. I don't want to. You can't vague. drop this bomb on me, and then like. There's an H bomb, sir. It's fine. <laughs> you can hear all about that on the. Uh, Monday Night War Stories are on NoCellEntertainment.com. There it is. There it is. Um, Charles Robinson. Mac. Yeah. He, oh, that sucks. He passed away today as well. I, it's sad to hear that any of them passed away, but I was hoping it wasn't John Larroquette because they're revamping Night Court with him this fall. Him and... Craig T. Nelson. No, it's someone... I think someone from the Big Bang Theory is going to start in it, too. Jim one of the... Parsons. No, one of the... Uh, I think it's the blonde woman. Not... Not not Penny, but the, um, the the Howard's wife. Howard's wife. Okay. Yeah. Sure. But and I was like, well, anything with Nightcourt, I'll give a shot, and especially if John Larroquette gets involved. But it's fair. We'll see. John Laurinaitis. I wouldn't watch that. <laughs> it's people's court. Gotta be honest, I wouldn't watch it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that name's already been used. You know about that? Maybe he can host the people's court. There it is. 
Yes, that sucks. Uh, I saw Orndorff wrestle on Saturday nights. I was going to say, yeah, you would have been at many of those tapings when he was there. Yeah. I loved that early 90s WWE theme he had. Yep. I would have synced him. Would have synced him. Him and Bobby Eaton and Stunning Steve and Brian Pillman Holy and fuck. Johnny B. Bad. And so, yeah. you know. Thoughts and prayers are with the Flair, Lu- like Flair Luger, you were, Sting. You were going like this until Johnny B. Bad. First of all, <laughs> the Bad Blaster. How dare you? So our, the thoughts and prayers are with the condolences, condolences to the Orndorff family and friends. I'm looking forward to because you know I always watch. We don't use thoughts and prayers for gun violence, sir. You know I oh, watch okay. the weekly eighty stuff on Mondays. Yeah. I have to. I'm, I'm, I didn't have a chance today, so I'm catching up during the week. But this week, this week in July '86 is the turn on Hogan. Damn. So it's like I get to watch the seminal moment. So Damn. that's going to be cool. What's the uh, best match of all time? Um, Saturday Night's Main Event, Hogan and Orndorff in a cage. January uh, 3rd, uh, 1987. Is that Bertha? Is that Big yeah, Blue? It's a Big Blue. Yeah. And it's the original time that they do the both come down at the same exact time and have to get back in. and They do it to perfection. Um, that's probably the, the best Orndorff match that I've seen that you can easily get your hands on. I mean, I've seen some awesome Orndorff early 80s Mid-South with DiBiase where they mm-hmm. just... Imagine those guys in their early young prime just tearing the shit out of each other. But, yeah, I'd say that's the best one. Nice. Yeah, that sucks. That's a loss. It does. Um, we're, we're stick... I'll, I'll just bring it up now. Um, how does... Uh, Devin's boy... Conor McGregor uh, shattering his ankle or tibula? He shattered his tibula. Uh, Corey's streak is still alive. Low part of the shin. Uh, it looks like he checked a kick, which cracked it, and then when he stepped back at the end of the round and put weight on it, it snapped. Did you see the tweet I, get, I tweeted you earlier? Yeah. The video? Yeah. 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 Um, Corey's streak is alive because we've we've ordered four UFC fights in the when past like two months, three months, and every time that has happened, someone crazy something shit crazy happens. happened. Uh, so crazy was, shit happens. So McGregor's leg, um, the other guy's leg. Don't forget the one guy being a bitch the whole time. Aljamain Sterling. Uh, uh, the ref not stopping the dislocating of the shoulder, and then the guy getting like kneed on when he was on the ground. Oh yeah, that one. Yep. So yeah. we're four for four with Corey and chaos. Basically, guys, if you're putting something on TV and you want some shit to go down, make sure Corey's watching. Yeah, let it, let him know at that kayfabe guy on Twitter. Mister, oh, wonderful. The shit will go wrong, but uh, I love it. Crazy, what you know. Just next? once again, once again, another night of watching UFC, and all of a sudden, like a shattered ankle, leg. It's like, what the fuck? All the week, your wife was in me fucking DMs. <laughs> you. <laughs> God, he sucks. <laughs> so, yes, but let's talk about that for a second. They cut a promo of him waiting to get the stretcher job, and they interview him. Is that not any uh, WWE thing no, to it do? It couldn't have been more pro wrestling if they tried. Yeah. We're going to try and sit down and have an interview with the guy that just shattered his leg. Who cut a heel wrestling promo. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, it wasn't all bad news. Uh, Greg Hardy got knocked the fuck out. And that's so, always a positive. There's always that. And we got to see a guy who's got like the most amazing fucking chin in the game. Did you see the photo? Chris of him? Motino. You see the photo of him? He was like back at the gym or at a school. God damn it! Like two days later, and his face is just a little black and blue. <laughs> there, as uh, Google says, the the greatest one sided fight of all time. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, what is also awesome, guys, is the fans are back as all the wrestling companies. I don't know that Jericho ha- and MJF agree. Have fans as AEW <laughs> started last week uh, with having fans. And what do you guys think of them back? I, this is weird. You got three minutes after the segment, Joe. Okay, thank you. <laughs> this, this is Call weird. It. Okay, three minutes. Okay, I uh, I didn't I didn't miss them. I don't uh, think they add enough to. Make make a difference. I don't know. I think they do. Like, it depends on the company, I guess. Maybe like they're at least loud in AEW. Like, I hope they're like that for Friday with WWE. Will they be? Probably not. Oh, it'll be loud. I'm not sure it's going to be them doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. They're oh, they're going to use that. Oh, it'll be loud. 
You know, the sweetener. Hey, Miz, how you doing? Um, yeah, no, it's going to be. I liked it. Overall, I thought it was a good show. Um, it could have been better. It, it, it felt weird. Like, the fans were there, but then all of a sudden, you know, the stupid fan tries to show off for Jim Cornette. Well, that backfired. As Jericho, what did he think? Did he think he was gonna like it? I they <laughs> internet fans badly misread Jim Cornette. Yeah, right. Like he gets like the, we do the promo of MJF and Jericho. Jericho comes out last, and then all of a sudden you see him go out of the ring and throw a punch, and then you find Ooh. out that uh, I'm guessing it's his son. And then you find out that um, a fan got on the stage and taunted them. Like he did, like the he tried to get in the ring. The, he did, he oh, did he a, did. He, he but did he a did. pro wrestling thing. He just like took his shirt off and said, "Let's go, bro." He did the come at me, bro. And then Jericho came at him. And Jericho came at him. Security. You heard? Uh, cut it, cut it. And then Jericho punched him in the face. Yeah, <laughs> bad move. Uh, so on that roster, uh, Jericho might be the one you don't run at. He's an old school wrestler. He's gonna beat the fuck out of you. I would also recommend probably avoiding Moxley and Kingston. Mm, no. I think it's mostly stick with them. I think they would. They might. Oh, Kingston's no. not stick. I think they would tackle him and hold him <laughs> down. I don't think they would uh, go crazy. I wouldn't do oh, Jericho. Jesus. I won't go Jericho. Uh, We've seen that else? video plenty of times. Um, what else on that roster I wouldn't go at? Uh, trying to like all their people. Uh, Penta. Uh, I mean, you better hope Tully and R are on the fucking ring. I was going to say Tully and FTR. FTR. I you better fucking hope they're not in the goddamn I ring. I wouldn't want FTR anywhere near me if I'm doing that. <laughs> Those fuckers, they know how to stretch. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hager. Hager would be one of these. How about this? Anybody in the inner circle, anybody in the pinnacle? Except for Jeff and Guevara. I don't think they're much They won't do anything. They would just laugh at him. Yeah. Yeah, they, they would just laugh But everyone else would, oh, yeah. I, yeah. Hey, hey, let's pay attention, boys. <sighs> no, we're watching oh, softball, I, I could have said that to you guys while you were drooling over the home run derby during my eulogy. Um, so fuck you, Joe. <laughs> I heard it. Somebody, somebody died. I don't know. How, 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 how dare you? Um, so speaking of crowds, don't you love the fact that we start AW off with a strap match with QT Marshall and Cody while QT is already in the ring? <sighs> And we welcome everybody to <laughs> Dynamite. And then here comes Cody's music. Yeah, nothing like the first show back with fans. You get a job entrance. That's fucking cool. Got to let him know that he doesn't matter. Uh, you have to have him, uh, Cody, get up to the top and sh- shred the tear. Because the fans are back. The fans are mixed back. Mixed Rice Baby. I'm so ready. You know, you know about that? Mixed Rice Baby? Yeah, like the first ever. But, um... Overall, the show was okay. I think there. I think they left a lot of people off to make it your first show back. You left Jungle Boy off. I mean, it was always going to happen. Yeah, well, that's well I know the way that. They are. I know. I know that's what they are. But you would think for like the first show back in front of fans, you kind of want to make. Hey, even though it was a loaded show, you could have done better. Mm, I disagree. Okay, you're looking at WWE ways they do it. Like when they have the first big fact. They'll do Raw Homecoming and everybody will be there and Legends will be there and it's a shitty show because you have to fit 87,000 people in a three-hour fucking show. This is different. They, they've proven they do things completely different. You're going to see who you were supposed to see. Next week you'll see the other guys. And they go back and forth. Everybody gets their allotted time. You don't need to be on TV every week. You don't. Uh, and it's actually better if you're not. Burnout factor. WWE. Uh, yeah. By the way, uh, we'll get to that. Go ahead. What? We'll get to that. We'll get to what? that later. I was going to say, they uh, announced that the Madison Square Garden SmackDown will now be a super SmackDown, including Raw talent. Uh, of course. tickets weren't moving tickets for shit. Weren't uh, selling. Oh. And I, but I thought SmackDown was the important show and that the Roman Usos thing was too important. Well, one of those Usos. Well, uh, um, Jimmy Uso got a uh, DUI the other week, and it was, yeah, uh, no. it was I never thought of it. What was his DUI at? Uh, Point two oh five. Point two oh five. Point two oh five drive. Um, but you know he got to be on TV, so Yikes. you know that's how the cookie crumbles with their. Uh, I, I don't know that I would open Dino with a strap match. That was not good. 
I no. It set a bad tone for the show. Well, Cody had to be the first. Well, I guess. Uh, I mean, go with anybody that has energy. Like the like. Not only like do I personally hate that kind of match. That's not a match where it's high, it's high tempo. It's a very slow, methodical match. Like, hear, hear me out while I was saying, like, they missed with Jungle Boy. If Jungle Boy started the show with his theme music. Oh, yeah. But, that's, but he, he, he's on Dark this week, so they, a, didn't, they didn't put him on. The, that's his politics. But if anything. I, I know. That. Yeah. I know. I know. That but EVP ain't going to move for that. If anything, though, you start with Jericho, though, with that music. Or Jericho, yeah. If anything. But it has to be Cody. Shit, that tear. What? And shed a tear. Oh. Uh, so, Dodri is now going to be the last wrestling company to have fans. That's crazy. You talked about the other day, Corey. 20 years ago, that fucking never would have happened. Vince McMahon would have never let that happen. Like, he routinely beats Super Bowls to new stadiums. They would lead the way. They would tout they were leading the way. And put it on tout. <laughs> and tout, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. What's tout thing? again? Does that still open? No, it's dead. Okay. But nope. It died within that year. They are the last. That is crazy. They're even the last major wrestling company to do a pay-per-view with crowds. Where are they at? Uh, my, uh, Friday, they're in Dallas. Sunday in they are Fort in, Worth. They are in... Uh, I think Monday they're Fort in Houston, Worth, Fort Worth, Texas. They're in they're in Texas for the whole like week. Okay, okay. Can you imagine a pay per view in Fort Worth? Not even like Dallas, like that's SmackDown. The other fucking side of the county or whatever. Nope. It'd be like if the Ducks started just playing their home games at Springfield. Like what? What are we? What are we doing? And they've loaded up. They've loaded up their Friday night SmackDown. At least they think they've loaded up their SmackDown. Uh, their SmackDown consists of the Bloodline, the Usos and Roman versus the Mysterios and Edge. And Carmella challenging Bianca Belair for the women's title. That was pulled off for the money in the bank because Bailey got hurt. She tore her ACL yeah. because well, Vince McMahon goes, hey, all your wrestlers need to go back to the Performance Center and get the dust off. So Bailey does, and they're... The undisputed star of the Thunderdome era. The MVP of this godforsaken year and a half. And as soon as fans are coming back, she's um, out for like nine months to a year. Vince saying somebody's going to get the dust off is an interesting uh, way to uh, phrase it. You know, the, the people who really need it never see it. That's, they got blinders. Oh. Get that dust off. And then she, uh, and it's like a freak accent, too. Like It's just like chain wrestling, I've heard. You know, that's always how it is. It's never the... Uh, High spot. Dangerous yeah, shit. Yeah. It's the routine, mundane crap that just does it. That fucking sucks for her and it sucks for them. They need her. I think they're going to use her, though, backstage, like, doing segments. I know? was hoping that she'd join the McAfee Cole team. The thing is, like, she's fantastic. good on the mic, so they can find ways to use her. Put her on commentary. Um, she would be super great on Wednesday nights. She really would. <sighs> like, outside of Roman... They need to send somebody like that. They need a star female performer. But they God, have Charlotte. She, well, God, she would fit the bill. They have Charlotte. Well, I don't mean them. I mean the she's a raw dude. Uh, but yeah, they don't. It's we we had this discussion earlier about how uh, so Bailey's gone for nine months. So what does Dodie do? One seventy. They bring out Shotzi Blackheart, or now known as Shotzi, and Tegan Knox, now known as Knox. Alliteration, pal. And Tony Storm. Too many, too many, too many syllables. And Tony Storm are now is going to debut. Storm. Yeah, pretty soon. <laughs> or just knee. Or toe. Tisto. Tisto. But uh, she's debuting soon too. So <laughs> like you a, lose Bailey and you gain three NXT people. God damn it! Well, it takes about three to replace Bailey. Well, let's so. put Bailey back on NXT though. Yeah, let's do that. So that you have. Uh, I don't. I, it's just no. crazy. It's just crazy that the fact you were, you guys are right about the fact in 1999 Vince McMahon would be like, "We're the first to go. We're going to do this. We're going to do this." Do this. Now, it. now it's guys. We're the last. ROH has had fans. New Japan has had fans. AEW has had fans. And on live TV, MLW, MLW has, and WWE. You're the num the number one sports entertainment company in the past 90 years is the last one. Real quick, uh, real quickly, shout out to MLW for having Battle Riot 3 at the 2300 Arena this past uh, Saturday night. 
Won by Alexander Hammerstone, which there gives him a guaranteed title shot against Joseph Fatu whenever he deems it necessary. So which means your next champion will be Alexander Hammerstone. <laughs> what was that arena? Twenty three hundred arena. So uh, I just this came across my my Twitter feed. Yeah, Buddy Murphy has his first match. Where? At the twenty three hundred. But where? For what company? It, I don't. It's just an indie. Damn. Against the machine, Brian Cage. Ooh, Buddy Murphy and Brian Cage. Mm-hmm. He's going to make Buddy Murphy his shake weight. I'd like to see that on Wednesday nights, but perhaps just me. Um, so, so speaking of Wednesday night, let's go back well, to it. Hold on, let me finish okay. MLW. Okay, okay. Uh, my favorite thing is, uh, well, first of all, a new LAX formed. Conan taking some AEW wrestlers. Uh, Danny Limelight yep. is now in MLW as part of LAX, along with, uh, I can't remember his name, Milkshake or boogie shake or Bo- something. something boogie. Yes, slice boogie. There it is. Slice boogie. Yeah, yeah. They're the new LAX and Savio Vega, who is an MLW. Can triple threat. Yep. He wrestled twice in the uh, battle riot. Joe, you'll appreciate this. Once is Savio Vega. Once is Quang. That is amazing. <laughs> Two faces of Savio. I love it. Yep. God damn it. And the return of Davey Richards in, M- in MLW that night. Apparently him and T- TJP tore the house down. So there you go. To Jip. Uh, let's go back to Wednesday night for a minute. Yeah, Since uh, somebody debuted on Wednesday night, let's talk about how you, we feel about that. Yeah, Papaya Black! Yeah, Papaya Black, that's right. No, right? no, no, Malachi uh, Black, oh. a.k.a. Tommy End, a.k.a. Aleister Black, debuted on AEW Dynamite, and commentary? Didn't it's, know about it. It's him! They actually didn't tell any of them about it. I hate his name. Malachi Black. Isn't Let him be Tommy End. I think it, it, I think he chose it. I think he chose it because I feel like he's trying to make it on an alter ego in a way or something. I don't know. They, he like the day of he did a a, a five minute pro, promo type thing, and it's like him locked up in a mental asylum with an eye patch and uh, how it's he's just lost like it. The Bush League name shit WWE would do. It is. It's just, ugh. And it's, it's, crazy. Uh, they're like, it's they're, gross. They're, you know, you probably guarantee that he's guys, the one that allowed the, he did the pick. But guys, we're forgetting something. And it's something I thought about earlier. And it's something that I myself am going to have to try to remember from now on. But in 2021, we're talking about a group of wrestlers now who grew up under that WWE era. Mm-hmm. That's what they think they're supposed to do. That's what's normal. That's, that's the expected. We're... They could, they could go to AEW and say, I'll, I can use my real name, but in their mind, it's, I need to make up a fake name that yeah, sounds and, and, cool. And the convoluted storyline, and that's just, we're, the, the younger guys wrestling now that started in like the 2008, 2010, 2012, yeah. they grew up under the WWE, uh, they, they didn't even make the attitude era, it's like yeah. the after that. With the Garrison Cades and Rosie, Just superhero in training. And imagine Tommy End for a second. Imagine Tommy End walked onto Dynamite as Tommy End and said, I am no different than John Moxley and Jake Hager and Cody Rhodes, people who they underutilized and didn't value, except I'm fucking better than all of them. Oh, you're, you're preaching to the choir. And then money yeah. goes from there. You're preaching to the choir. I think that would have been far better. And oh. I, I like the name Tommy End. That's a good fucking name. That's a good name. They, they did the thing of Excalibur's like, it's Tommy End. Yeah, they called him Tommy End. At some point, somebody fed him the name, so they changed it. But. And then he's like, no, it's not. It's actually but Malachi it's not Black. Actually, yeah, yeah you, you can tell somebody fed the line. They're like, yeah. and he had to try to awkwardly find a way to, well, because, actually, it's not Tommy End like I just said. Well, he go, it just is kidding, Tom- it's Vader. Wait, yeah, right? He's like, it is Tommy End, but it looks like he's going by Malachi Black now because of his state of mind. I will take that, however. Over WWE's, WWE's penchant for, like, renaming a guy that was just there a year ago and asking you to pretend he never existed in the first place. I, Corey, I'll say, take it over that. We'll go back to uh, two seconds. Sorry, Corey, to tell you. Slapjack is no longer, as Shane Thorne is now Shane Thorne again. Well, and, thank God. And Mia Yim is now Mia Yim. Wow. Although, she's isn't she lost in the Bermuda Triangle with her uh, boyfriend? Fiance. <laughs> Fiance. Yes. Uh, back to um, Malachi Black. Here's the funniest thing, and I hate it and I love it. We come back from commercial after the attacks. The attacks are and attacks Cody. So you're feeding him to Cody while Andrade is getting Matt Seidel and Vicky Guerrero. I hope. I don't think they're feeding him to Cody. I think he's going to beat Cody. He's going to beat Cody. Yes, but 
if you want to get a, get ahead in the uh, company, you gotta take Cody on first. Uh, Jr. <laughs> goes, you know who that was? That's like one of the best wrestlers out there right now. We're sure glad that is he with us now. I think so. Nobody well, he, knows. Well, he had music in a in a Chiron, so my guess is <laughs> yeah. yes, he's with you. So, uh, yeah, that he, production he, team is crackerjack. He's going to be a good hand. Like, he oh, didn't, don't he, say he that. Didn't say, he don't didn't say, say that. that. Don't do that to I him. Know, I know, but you know, like just it's just Jr. Going. Oh, he's the greatest wrestler out there right now. We're, you know. Fuck you, Kenny Omega. <laughs> Fuck you, Gravy Man. Uh, speaking of well, Alistair, better than Kenny Omega because he used to be in WWE. That's Jim Ross's criteria. Alistair Got Black it. has signed with AEW and the Varsity Club of Griff Garrison Varsity and Brian Blondes. Pil- Varsity Blondes. Uh, Griff Garrison, Garrison and, Brian and Pillman. Pillman are contract now. Yes. I didn't realize they spelled their name B O L N D S. Yeah, there's no E. No, nope. I was like, huh, <laughs> that's weird. Or it could be Varsity Blondes. It's up to uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, his, his MLW contract was finally over, so he was able to sign. Oh yeah, but uh. Yeah, so uh, this week on Dynamite, I think it's uh, the coffin match, and they on the coffin. Damn, see, uh, Jesus. Uh, good. Uh, Ethan Page versus Darby <laughs> Allen. Coffin match. First one uh, ever. I, yeah, I, if Devin and I were like, I mean, it's the first one in AEW. You can't just say it's the first one ever. Like, you, can't, you, can't, you can't just lie to the people. I just, <laughs> you know. I, I hate all the ones like, so they're just trying to copy Taker with the casket match, but they don't want to call it that. I'm like, no, Darby Allen, coffin drop, coffin. Don't overthink everything. Yeah. Sometimes it's just what it is. <laughs> I don't know that I need to see to. it, to be honest, but, you know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm perversely looking forward to it because I have to think that he's going to powerbomb him through that coffin. <laughs> Oh, yes. I agree, which is why it should be on a pay-per-view, not television. Feels like a weird time to debut this match. So we have Fighter Night, Fighter, uh, Fest. Fighter Fest Night 1, and it's Darby Allen, Ethan Page in the coffin match. You have John Moxley versus Carl Anderson for the USW, uh, IWGP what? United States. You want to... <laughs> I fix IWGP United States USSR, Championship. USSR, Eurocontinental. Yep. And try that again. NAACP. Yeah. I'll, I'll move on. Brian Cage versus Ricky Starks for the FTW Championship. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be a good night. Matt Hardy versus Christian. I mean. We're going to hear from I'm Hangman. Seen it. No, no. Check this out. I just found this out. Except maybe with the exception of like a singles match on SmackDown and like November 99, you know what I mean? Christian and Matt Hardy have never had a one-on-one match in WWE where they were solo singles guys. They've never had a match. If it was part of a tag team? Like yeah, the Hardys like I said, and the, you know yeah. what I mean? And then maybe like on the SmackDown in November 99, there was a Christian versus Matt Hardy one-on-one real quick. But Edge and Hardy, yeah, Edge, yeah, yeah, yeah. But as solo guys and big players, they've actually never had a match. Interesting. That shocked me. Hmm. So that's night one. So we'll talk about night two next week. Uh, Corey, we had we have fans and all the all the organizations. Eight, uh, Ring of Honor had their pay per view last night, and a lot of title changes. God damn, they they put the push the reset button on quite a few guys. Yeah. Uh, let's see, we have a new we have new tag team champions as Homicide and Chris Dickinson, the Dirty Daddy himself, beat uh. Rhett Titus and Jay Lethal subbing for Tracy Williams, who got hit by a car in Brooklyn this week. Like you do. <laughs> Apparently. Uh, to win the tag titles. Uh, a new television champion, as Tony Deppin lost the title back to Dragon Lee, who never really lost it. He was unable to appear last time because he ruptured his eardrum. Jesus. And, and flying from Mexico to Baltimore could have been. Bad you know, idea. Yeah. You know. So he had to relinquish his title. He gets it back here. And in the main event, this shocked me. I did not see this fucking coming. Calm down. You need a Valium. What the hell's going on here? Uh, Bandito defeated Roosh for the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight title. That one had a lot of people scratching their heads. Which is good. As the uh, Yes, it is. I will say that. It is good. As the uh, partnership between AAA and Ring of Honor, as one guy on Twitter put it, uh, that door is triple padded locked. Uh, nobody yep. getting through there. No. Nope. So, 
I think it's cool. Um, I've watched their stuff weekly since they came back last fall. It's it's good, solid wrestling. It's not going to wow your eyes off. It's not going to. It's not destination must see stuff for people every week. I enjoy it though. Um, also, they announced that Matt Taven and Vincent will wrestle in a steel cage match. First steel cage match in seven years in Ring of Honor at the next show on August 21st. Who? Matt Taven who? And uh, Vincent, his yeah. former partner. I love Matt Taven. It's good. He's good. That was my favorite part of the show we went to. He was so was good. was Matt Taven. He's so good. My man, PCO, literally killing himself. <laughs> Peace. Okay. I mean, fuck, So man. PCO. The swanton to nobody on the floor. There's a new... <laughs> Guys, there's a new tag team in Ring of Honor, and I low-key love this tag team. Is it low-key? No. Okay. It's PCO and Danhausen. Jesus Christ. I got something. What yeah. the fuck? So during their entrance, they did a the, the ROH captain. <laughs> caption. Uh, is Danhausen and PCO. Wanted to be named Rock and Sock Connexhausen, uh, but it was already taken. <laughs> Pepsi Man is Danhausen. Hope you have a very, a very evil day. That's good. And <laughs> Pepsi Man is CM Punk. Oh, yeah. Way. Who, yeah. who gave him the blessing to use the go-to Sleephausen yep. as, his, as his finisher. But yes, I, I, I once again, like those two characters right there are perfect comedy, yeah. but they can be, place. be serious at the same time. I am, real quick, as you said CM Punk, I'm learning something about one Phil Brooks. Yeah. And it makes me happy. WWE killed the fan in him for WWE. Mm-hmm. Not indie wrestling. Nope. Because he loves Simpson Danhausen. He gets yep. so much enjoyment out of that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah, it's me too. Because it's very, I mean, it's like, so I, I've explained this to people, like, when I've tried to explain a Defy show, it's weird. First time I went, I was like, what showed up. is this environment? Mm-hmm. It's a punk rock show is what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it has this very weird, like, you know, dude bro, frat boy environment. But, but still respectful. But respectful and like inclusive and welcoming, and it's it's very weird. It's the good side of wrestling. Yeah, it feels very much like a punk rock show. Mm-hmm. Yep. Where like the mosh pit is violent as fuck, but if somebody falls, like, they'll stop and pick you up. Like it's a cool fucking feeling, man. That's I've tried to explain Defy like that. My my, and that's how I feel. My buddy Nigel, he's not a wrestling fan. Boobles come to he's come to with us to a couple uh, Defy show. Every time I see him now. He lives two hours away from us. He, when we visit him, or he comes down, we hang out. He goes, so when's the next wrestling event? Yeah, when's the next Defy Every event? time he, a- he asks me, when's the next wrestling event? Because he wants to go to a Defy show. It's fun, man. It's just fun. There's, <laughs> I hope they do this in multiple matches, but there was one cool thing they did. PCO can be hard to handle sometimes. Yeah. And he's running around killing everybody, and Dan Housen kind of pushes him a little. Like, hey, hey what's going on here? And Piso gets mad and starts chasing him. But Dan Housen's smart enough. They were taking on the bouncers, right? Yep. And beer, beer, beer. But they were on the outside, like, beat up and all that against the railings. So Dan Housen would go outside and then stand in front of one of the bouncers. And Piso would charge at him to do a slant. And he'd move out of the way and he'd hit the bouncer. <laughs> and then he'd go stand in front of the other one and he'd hit him, too. <laughs> How amazing would, like, a Dan Housen shows up to Defy Show? He will. He will. See, that's and perfect that's, for him. That's weird because like I love, I get and love the like the draw to Danhausen. I don't get it with Mans Warner. Like I just, I don't see it. He's just a. I just, I don't see the star country in him. thing. Like, yeah. I think he should go to Impact. Personally, but I, I don't like, see. Like, I see all these people like he's the next star. I'm like, of what? No, no, he's not. He cuts a good promo. Uh, if you like that kind of promo, which yeah. I do. Um, that, in the bell ring, has, that bell has to ring, though. Yeah, in the ring, he's nothing special. It, mostly deathmatch stuff he can do. Yeah, whatever. He's, he's fine at what he is. Um, I'm not... He's not going to be anything huge. Um, I can see him in Defy, though. Yeah, show up in Defy. Oh, he yeah. has already, I think. That feels like a Defy. Man, Mance has not shown up yet. He hasn't? Okay. No. Uh, who do we think they're going to get for that... That tw- that show in August, the two nights. Oh, they're gonna try to. Uh, they're, they're gonna. Throw, they're gonna throw it at everybody. They're gonna throw anybody they can. Uh, I won't. Uh, honestly, hear me out. Maybe someone big from AEW, like 
you know, jokingly, you can say Young Bucks. They thoroughly enjoyed their so did Cody. five minutes. Yeah, Cody, Cody, Cody. Cody's first ever main event. I, someone. I would bet a fuck ton of money that Darby shows up. Darby. Darby's a good I mean, he lives in Seattle. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, I would bet a fuck ton of money Darby I think, shows up. I think the Even if it's be, just like a tag team, he doesn't really do it, anything. You know what I mean? He, Any names for MLW can end up there. The yeah. event before the one I went to years ago. No, after. Darby showed up and did like a run-in. And it was like the go-home for him. Like it was because he was going to AEW. So yeah, I, can, I can see him just make a I, little appearance. I can see someone like a multiple AEW guys because when the Young Bucks showed up, they enjoyed. They they said they loved it. They loved the environment of what a Defy uh, crowd is. Ring of Honor guys could show up. Yeah, Ring of I mean, Honor. There, Buddy they're Murphy. Days, you know, Buddy Murphy. If they get Buddy Murphy, that's a smart move. Danica Delarouche. She uh, of course. You know, WWE pulling WCW. Hey Murphy. uh... Your no complete cause is 30 days. No, it's 90. Is it 30? 90. Oh, it was 30. He never changed it. Never changed it. So, so he got out uh, for uh, Alistair Black. For Sorry, for, that was for Alistair Black. For Murphy, they called him after Black to debuted. Make sure, to make sure. Because they didn't want to hit another. Again, stuff that never would have happened. I, I can't believe that they don't immediately t- change those contracts to main roster contracts when they call them up. I can't believe it's they bananas. don't Because Murphy did an interview with Sean Ross. Uh, Sean Ross. Sapp. So, yeah. Like, that paperwork should be done. And, like, hey, you're going up. You have to sign this first, though. Yep. Like, no. what are you? Like, this is 100% on Laurinaitis. Like, what are? that's literally your job. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, I doubt they'd be interested. But you never know. It would be fun for a one-time thing in Defy. Mm-hmm. If the, what used to be four minutes of heat, now the... Midnight Heat. Midnight Heat. The Chack Champs. Oh, yeah. What if the artists formerly known as Brizongo showed up for one time to challenge them? Little Brizongo. It would be a fun comedy type tag match. Would fit the jer- like I'd only want to see him once. Or uh, it's a one time. Uh, Cardone and Hawkins. Yeah. Woo woo woo. My uh, my joke would be Frago de Sol. Yeah, I mean, uh, you a know lot, what? Not, a lot of the guys that are were on Dark or on oh, uh, Evol- Evolution. A lot of people, a lot of people think uh, are feeling bad for all those guys who uh, aren't going to be used as much. To be honest, AEW is doing a lot of them a favor, getting their name out there. Yeah. They could make a killing on Indies. Fuego del Sol will make a lot of money on the Indies. Whereas if he hadn't done all that work on AEW, nobody would give a fuck about him. I'm hoping that with the new Defy app that launched, that they'll show the show live. One can only hope. Because I would love to watch that shit. So, right? Oh, I, live. I, we, I would on heartbeat. Ooh, yeah, I can't. Never mind, not for me. I'll be, I'll be out of town that weekend. Mm, that's awkward. Like, legitimately, I'll be out of town that weekend. Oh. Legitimately. <laughs> you should uh, you should uh, you should tweet to, to Defy and ask like, hey, are you going to start live streaming soon? It'd be fucking awesome, man. A lot of other indies do it. Yeah. Uh, PWG even is coming back. Yeah. yeah. Pro Wrestling Gorilla, August third. Mystery Vortex Seven. I love the Mystery Vortex gimmick, uh, and it fits this time because what Mystery Vortex is is you don't know the card. Okay. You show, you just, buy you show up and every match is a surprise. Honestly, but, that's actually how all shows are for me. I never look. Ever. <laughs> that, that that's defy. I like being surprised. That's sometimes a lot of defy unless they, they like when we first went to Defy, they promoted the first one match. Seidel versus Riddle. Like that's all we knew. No, I knew more than that. I knew Strickland was taking on Darby. I knew uh I know. I like being surprised. I like yeah. to know. Uh, now, most of it, in pure discrep- transparency, sometimes in PWG's past, this is because they were lazy and they knew that it was going to sell out. Yeah. Because they had a very dedicated fan base. They knew it was going to sell out. So, still you know the what? thing now. Just come on. Yeah. This time, it makes sense. First show back, you don't, people don't even know what the lay of the land is indie wise. So, come on in. We'll see. Um, and you know what? It's a safe bet, too, because. They didn't have to sell any tickets to this one. They're honoring the tickets for the, the show that was show canceled. That the was final can- show. Uh, for Kobe. It was yeah. going to be called Kobe. Yeah. And it was canceled when the pandemic hit. Yeah. So they're just honoring those tickets. That's cool. It's like it's like the worrisome, but also the excitement that indie shows are now coming back. 
Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. Yeah, I'm very excited about it. Like, GCW's been doing a thing throughout the whole year, but it's like... But it's their thing. It's their thing. I need some other stuff. I need, yeah, we need some more stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, we've been, you know, preaching and dying for Defy for the year and a half, and now... CC looks good, man. We're going to get it soon, what so... work ethically and plan. So, on Friday night, boys, we've already mentioned about how it's going to be... Is there anything else going on on uh, There's like a four-way with the four-ladder match combatants. Of course there is. Of course there is. And uh, they announced uh, via Twitter today that Natty's in the Money in the Bank match. The women's champion, uh, yeah. tag champ. Yeah. Because as they put it, uh, she's defer- it needs stability. The ladder match needs stability, and there's nobody more stable on this division than Natty, so you're in the match. I'm like, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever read, but okay. Cool. So there's still one spot. Nope. Open. Oh, is there? Okay, yeah, so. for a SmackDown person. I'm guessing Tony Storm. Maybe. It's it just, SmackDown. If it's just going to be fucking Tamina or someone, <laughs> they wouldn't do a question mark. I'm like, ooh, who's it going to be? So. Well, boys, let's uh, mark out Noso for Money in the Bank. That's this Sunday. I don't know if you guys knew <laughs> it, but it is this Sunday. <sighs> I'm looking Money forward in the bank. to it. We'll find out shortly. So let's mark out Noso for the Money in the Bank contract for the men... For, the, for a contract for the world championship to anyone, a.k.a. Roman or Bobby Lashley. You got Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Big E, Kevin Owens, King Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. I mean, that just screams Drew McIntyre is winning. But. Yep. Well, it, it's one of those things of Drew, when Lashley's champion, you can never get a title shot. Then the next week he's put in the money in the bank to get a contract for that a title shot. Oh, so it's Drew. Got it. So mark out no so. No so. No. Okay. Uh, money in the bank for the women's. Oscar, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki Ash, that's Nikki Cross, Liv Morgan, Zelina Vega, Natalia, and to be determined. No so. That's a that's a big no for me, uh, dog. If Liv do, Morgan doesn't win, what's the point? Do you remember those days when we would mark out no so for this, and then we're like, we would all have one person that we like desperately want to win the the tournament, the, yeah, okay. the match. If only my Alexa would come back to me, she'd be that person. Uh, for, a, for the WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley, who's now pissed off at MVP, so it looks like they could be breaking them up. Versus Kofi Kingston. Of course. Let's let's systematically dismantle the one thing that fucking worked on Raw the past year, the Hurt Business. Well, uh, they just did the uh, VIP lounge on uh, Monday night, and Lashley comes out pissed off the fact that um, he lost to Xavier Woods on Raw, leading into the pay-per-view, and then this... Well, takes be, his anger out on MVP. I'd be pissed off, too, if I lost to fucking Xavier Woods. Right. So, Mark, got no sell. Well, that's a no. That's okay. a no. Singles match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. No sell. Boobles g- girl. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Yeah, that's a no, dog. Okay, let's see if we can get this Rhea one. Rhea is instantly negated by Charlotte. Yep. Newly, newly added Raw Tag Team Championship. Almost and AJ Styles versus the Viking Raiders. No. That got pulled for the live Monday night to the pay-per-view. Well, they had to replace that women's title match on SmackDown. Um, you didn't. You have five matches. Just make one go long. Boy, AJ's got to have his working shoes on on that one. Viking Raiders can go. Well, I, I know that. But, damn. He's he, going to have to be a Super Bowl. Yeah. So no, take that as a no. no. Okay. And pr- not the main event, but should be. Probably is, though. Roman Reigns defending the Universal Championship against Edge. What? Uh, well, it depends on the depends on the pay per view. No, it's, it's, the bank. it's Roman. It will be Roman. It's, it's it better it's be Roman. Roman. See, Roman did the Young Bucks thing. No, he told him I either want to be the opening or the main event. Hell yeah, nowhere in the middle. Uh, I mean, no, so Edge shouldn't be in the spot. It's ridiculous. It, I'm gonna have to no sell because I have a feeling. That it's just going to have a bunch of interference from the Usos and the Mysterios. Yep. They're going to be all in it. If you just left Roman and Edge, 
to have a match, it would be good, and I would mark out. But I know for a fact that ain't gonna fucking happen. So no sell. Because it's an easy match. Honestly, an easy match to book. Roman beats the fuck out of him for a bunch of times. Edge has a really good comeback, and then Roman squashes him in the end. Yeah, that's exactly how it should be going. It's perfect, and that's not what's going to happen at all. It's not. It's, it's going to be a There's going to be a ref bump and a bunch and of it's interference. Gonna look like, and it's going to look like Edge has him beat, and one of the Usos has to help. Yeah. It, and, it, it, and, it, we, and then we, you'll get all the Usos and Dominic outside. Mysterio's going to splash on him, and Roman's going to hit a spear yeah. out of nowhere and pin, and whatever. He's going to powerbomb Dominic over the top rope again. It's going to suck. Oh, I just thought of it. Uh-oh. Seth Rollins is winning the briefcase. He's going to come down and try to screw or get involved. It's going to end up screwing Edge. That sets up Rollins and Edge at SummerSlam, which is going to happen. Yep. And then Roman slinks off to whoever they're going to feed him because it don't look like Cena's working now. Nope. And, dear God, I have... The, the draft isn't until after SummerSlam, so who the fuck do you have... Should they pull WCW and do the draft before the pay-per-view? I don't... I mean, because fuck. There's, Did they do that before? I feel like they have. Like, they've done a draft, and then the pay-per-view was that following weekend. Yeah, Battleground, when they did the yeah. 2016. Yep. But this time, it's after, and there is nobody left on SmackDown, especially when you're second biggest show of the year, to challenge Roman. I just hope... You know what I'd like them to do? Is, I will just say Roman, and then whoever's the champion on Raw... They come out and are straight up say like these these are not eligible to be drafted. In fact, they're going to be making our picks for us. They are the team captains. That'd be awesome. Because it'd be cool. Because like, like, Vince like and, Vince and if Flair did Roman it. gets drafted, you know the other fucks going to SmackDown. Like it's stupid. So don't just come out and say they're not they, leaving. They, need, they are here. They need to do the draft with, like what they did with Vince and uh, Flair. They both so they come out. Tag team Stephanie. Well, yes. Okay. Uh, Space Mountain Glory. Geriatric balls. But, you know, Rich Vince comes titties. out as he's the GM for, you know, SmackDown. Nope. He's like, we're taking Rock. You know what I wish they did? We're taking Austin. Yeah. I wish they'd do it like they did in 2004. They should watch. You should watch that this week. The draft in 2004. It was the week after WrestleMania 20. It's simple. They had two ball uh, things the of balls up there. Ball, yeah. Heyman for SmackDown. Bischoff for Raw. After each match, whoever won, each people got it wasn't it wasn't based on who won matches. It's just that each brand got six picks. That's it. And you and through the night, you picked your ball. Hey, look, this person's on SmackDown now, and they're all happy about it. It was simple. They could doctor it. It would also I, it would help a lot if because in two thousand four, it wasn't big names all the time. It was names you maybe wanted to it's, see if you could do something it's with. It's Bubba Ray. Yeah, it's Rene Dupree. It's Teddy Long. Teddy Long was a draft pick that year. Everybody thought it was worthless, but look what the fuck happened to Teddy Long on SmackDown. Not such, a worthless, not such a worthless pick, huh? Because when they're drafted, it automatically elevates them. Exactly. It makes them important. They lost track of that. Now it's just every big name switches every year. And the nobodies stay where they are on main event. Or they do the same draft three years later. Yeah, or just switch, the, switch it up. Just switch it. There is a photo of, like, the 2017 draft and the 2019 draft, and it's, like, Miz, Roman, uh, you know, all, everybody that was drafted to SmackDown in 2017 was drafted to Raw in 2019. Like, you're wasting him on Raw on main event. He could be he could be a Roman Reigns opponent for a couple months in the not-so-important way. Jeff Hardy. Move him mm-hmm. to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Those matches would be good. Jeff Hardy bump around like a crazy man for Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. You can get a lot of uh, all you're doing is having him lose to Jackson Riker on main event. You can't tell me that's a good use for Jeff Hardy, right? Uh, Ali could move to SmackDown. You could tell the story you were going to tell with Ali when he got hurt and Kofi had to take his place. I bet Ali. They could tried get, that story. I bet Ali could get huge sympathy against Roman Reigns and the Empire. It, it's they not tried, hard. and the shitty part is they did that storyline for a bit. Eddie uh, with uh, Kofi and uh, Kofi and uh, Mustafa Ali, but they put they put retribution involved, so they ruined him. So, yeah, dirty. You're not doing good. Not been doing good for about a couple years now, especially this past year with Thunderdome, which is tonight's the last night. They thank pre- fucking Christ. They pre-taped it. Of course. So. They did. Thunder the Thunderdome era deserves to go out like it started, sputtering yep. and taped. <laughs> with a limp dick. 
So let's mark out no sell for something that me and Booble don't know nothing about. It's a blind no sell mark out. We're marking out for Impact Slam Anniversary. Let's start with the first one. Eddie Edwards versus W. Morrissey. That would be a big cast. That's a big no for me, dog. I will tell you, Big Cass has been really good in Impact. They have. I'm sure. I'm sure Hitler was a great painter. First, he came out. Well, Enzo's the one that did all the bad things. Cass, is Cass signed ass. off on it. Fuck that guy. <laughs> he came. He's in tremendous shape, and he's cutting really good promos. Um, having said that, no, so because yeah. Uh, Fire and Flava, Kira Hogan and Tasha Steele versus Havoc and Rosemary for the tat team championship. No, so I have no idea no. what you said. Yeah. Okay. Violent by design, Eric Young, Diener, Joe Doring, and or Rhino versus Rich Swan, Willie Mack versus TJP and Fala Ba versus the Good Brothers in a four-way tag match for the Impact World Tag Champs Championship. Violent by design is awesome. Basically, it's Eric Young's group. It's what sanity was supposed to be without anybody from WWE butting in. Checks out. That's what it is. And yeah. it's it's really cool. I've seen, yeah. And it's, uh, they have the Freebird rules where any any two of the four can defend the titles. Uh, Deanna Peraza versus To Be Announced for the <laughs> Knockouts Championship. Well, well, the no. Well, the, the key is it's going to be one of the women released by WWE. That's the... Chelsea Green signed with ROH. She's with ROH, so it won't be her. Um, it could be Mickey James. It could be one of the Iconics. It could be... It's, it's been shot down that it's not going to be Ruby Riot, But it could be any of the women uh, released by WWE. I would super hate it if it was Mickey James. Yeah, she's with the NWA. Can, anyway. can we just stop doing retreads? Can we give one of the Iconics a shot? Yeah. You know, know. like, fuck, man. I, yeah. Whichever uh, one's better. Or pick, I don't care. Yeah, but uh, it's Peyton uh, Royce. We're a new... Sure. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Chris Saban versus Moose. Moose has got in ridiculous fucking shape. You've been a high on Moose for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Uh, just resigned with Impact. WWE wanted him for the main roster and wanted him bad, but he's smart enough to realize that's not a good move right now. That's a promotion. So, okay, so think about this. He thought it wasn't a good career move, and that signing, resigning with Impact was better. And you know what? He wasn't wrong. It, it's better at this point to be a big fish in a small pond than be in that clusterfuck toxic waste sewage of a lake it's true that is WWE it's true he'll win of course just got three signed he's yep. gonna be their world champ soon so a uh, Josh Alexander versus Petey Williams versus Trey Miguel versus Austin Ace Austin versus Chris Bay versus Rohit Raju Raju for the ultimate X match for the Impact well, I mean, X Division. This X Division, so mark out. Yeah, I'll mark it's going to be That awesome. looks good. That, look, Matt, that, looks, you, really that good. looks really good. Always mark out for X Division matches. Josh Alexander is you, on a roll right now. He's like Kurt Angle as a, as an X Division guy. Hell yeah. I As I'm le- le- reading the, all those names. Yeah, less pills. <laughs> and it's crazy. He's like in super fantastic uh, shape right now. Yep. Like, um... No, that's gonna be badass that match. Because like it's uh, I we've been following the Ethan Page b- blog and like he's just like I'm super healthy but like the the one the his videos is just like this is my extreme cheat day and it's just him eating like ten thousand calories and oh, it's yeah. just like but your main event Ethan Page and Josh Alexander by the way ridiculously great tacting your main event for the Impact World Championship Kenny Omega versus Sammy Callahan. Um, it's tough to get super invested in Sammy Callahan, even though he cuts a really good promo. Kenny like, Omega's going to win. You know, also, like, yeah, Omega's going to win for sure. There's so. no way that Callahan's the guy that ends Omega's reign. It's got to be Moose. I was like, who do you think it is? Is it Moose? It's got to be Moose. Now that he resigned, especially. Uh, I don't know. Because uh, so my fear is like they're going to fucking give it to Big Cass or some shit. I think it'd be Moose. <laughs> it'd be Moose. They're because not, they're not like, that dumb. I, I mean, 2014 impact would have. Yes, <laughs> absolutely would have. 2000. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing I was going to break earlier, but as I remembered, did you guys know that uh, one Tony Khan told the uh, crew that did the pyro for the death match? Oh yeah, he didn't pay to him. f off. He's like, yeah, I'm not paying you. You made a dud for my stuff, so... You embarrassed the entire company. I'm not paying you for I that. I mean, it's kind of fucked up. I, I don't well, feel bad. I don't feel bad. I, I mean, 
they did not deliver the job they had. When uh, you pay tens thousands of dollars for them to deliver a... So while they didn't deliver, you still have to pay them if you agree to pay them. You can't be Vince. No, fuck that. You can't I'm be Vince fucking McMahon, I'm dude. good with that. Fuck that shit. I'm good with that. Oh, we're the billionaire fucked over people who were working for him. Oh, what a fucking shock. I think I hired Urban Meyer, you fucking pussy. Fuck Tony Khan. Fuck him. That's goddamn horse shit. Deliver what I pay you for. That's how I look at it. Don't nice. hire fucking, fucking women beaters for your fucking football coach. Fuck him. Anything else there, Booble? No. You can fucking eat a dick. Fuck you, pay them. <laughs> <laughs> we should have that fucking Nazi in the White House who fucking refuses to pay. See that fucking idiot charge the Secret Service money to fucking stay in goddamn his hotel? Yeah, I saw that. That's the fucking bullshit Tony Collins do. Fuck that, dude. Pay them their fucking money. How about don't hire them again? Fuck them. Their reputation is shit. They're not going to get more work, but fucking pay them their money. Now we're talking. You fucking asshole. So we just went from PG to, uh, to radar. Got it. Too many fucks. We got kicked <laughs> off of YouTube. Yeah. Fuck YouTube. <laughs> Oh, what did hey, YouTube easy do there, pal. Easy. It took my, my, my video to my balls. Oh, oh. What? Oh. <laughs> what did YouTube do to your balls? Yeah. Took it down. Add them up. Okay. It was in 4K, just my balls for an hour and a half. Just way back and forth. It was my balls <laughs> and that? the sound of waves crashing in the background. <laughs> and that's how you felt. I call it foreshad. <laughs> that's foreskin. Oh. There it is. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. I love when we get Mike worked up. Done or no, right? That was like five, 10, 30 seconds. Just fuck you, fuck you, fuck that guy, fuck him. Uh, F, F minus. Yeah. Fuck you. Did you say S? 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 <laughs> Sadly, like, I don't want to see your balls, but I kind of want to see, like, balls with the wave type wave. <laughs> it's like a 10 hour loop that, like, you know what? I can fall asleep can to fall this. Asleep to this yeah. guy's balls. Yeah. <laughs> then you get that one doctor like, whoever's balls this is, you might want to get your testes checked out. I might see a lump. I can hear the ocean in your balls. <laughs> so it's there like, you go. It's like the bad angle in porn. You just don't want to see. Yeah. No. Yeah. You don't want to see man. that. You don't want to see that. No. Who? Who was like? You know what? I want to see the gooch. Uh, you know. Thank God that 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 uh, shot was pretty much replaced. Although it was replaced by. Incest and yeah. eating assholes. So, First you know, off, when your step when your stepsister gets stuck in the dryer, <laughs> yeah. she needs help out. I'm confused at how they're stuck. So yeah, I've like, seen this. They're super skinny. Yeah. They're <laughs> this giant hole. Like I'm stuck and I can't get out. Let me help you lube yourself <laughs> out. Uh. So then, like, not only is it incest stepsister porn, it's rape. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, because it's never like, I'll help you out. It's like, zip. Good <laughs> <laughs> thing your ass is here. <laughs> yeah. It's Judy and Buff. Isn't this how you get someone out? <laughs> help, I'm stuck on the toilet. Don't mind if I help you. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. What the fuck? Welcome uh, to, has a nation, we're getting worse. Fuck Tony Khan. Welcome to uh, Porn Talk on YouTube. Who's the fucking director that has a crush on this little bitch? Devin. She's, she's been dominating this fucking show and I'm tired of it. I have no okay. Idea who it okay, easy there. You didn't have to listen to her fucking kitty music for years because your daughter loves her. <laughs> right. I have a daughter? I, no, but I do. And I had to and deal with her. And I had to deal with her. You, you fucked her! No, you are the father! <laughs> I hate that woman. I think she's did a major. Did, did you fuck my mother, Santa? Did you fuck my mom? I'd fuck me. That <laughs> fucked me good. Goodbye, horses. All right, let's wrap this crazy show up. We started with you guys off the rails. We're ending it with talking about banging off the your, rails again. Banging your stepsister as she's stuck in the dryer. I mean, <laughs> if I showed up there, I'd be like, "So, tell me how exactly work. you're uh. stuck." Yeah. <laughs> Have you tried just getting out of the dryer? Have you tried moving <laughs> backwards. My favorite, my one of my like, uh, <laughs> one of you my, know what? You know, fuck that. No, hold on. I'm gonna start a new porn category. Oh, here we go. It's just like the real life version. I'm stuck. Well, well, then back up. Yeah. You like that? And we you know should what? Back up. Yeah. Fold that fucking laundry. Yeah. yeah. We got we got people coming on. Right. What, what are we doing? Put what it away too. There's no fucking. There's nothing in it's, the video. It's a common. It's a common joke, but I love it. It's like the pizza guy shows up. 
who ordered the big long uh, sausage. I did, but I have no money. Well, fucking get some money. I'm out of here. And I yeah, can't I mean, leave. Fucking, this isn't a freebie. Either. I work for tips, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I'll suck your tip. No, I no, want money. I want money. I can't pay rent with blowjobs. I can suck my own tip. <laughs> what? What? You want me to go to my landlord and be like, hey, some chick sucked my dick for 45 minutes. I got no money. Well, Does that count? Paid. Rent's paid, Rent's bro. paid, dude. You know, you know what? You own the building. Yeah. <laughs> How long did it go, dude? 45? There needs to be a, a just relationship porn where it's no sex involved, but just nagging. Yeah. <laughs> like, so the peg and now Bundy ways. Yeah, it's like, did you do the laundry? So, Fuck no, I didn't do the laundry. So I worked it's, all day. It's well, so just did I. Married with children on porn up. Yeah. <laughs> we could probably put that up. We just, I can't do everything. You don't do anything. You're just like your mother. I'm fucking out of here. Fat woman came into this. She's sort of there. All right, let's wrap this show up because we're just going to keep talking for another 45 minutes about how bad porn angles are and what... We'll go from there. Uh, just doesn't work for me. I'm sorry. Uh, you can go to... No- <laughs> if you couldn't listen... I'll work to- on that. Thank you. <laughs> if you couldn't listen to us live this week... Put in week, waves. Put in waves? Oh. Ooh, soothing her. Mr. Wonderful! <laughs> With one arm, got it. Uh, if you couldn't listen to us live this week, you, you go fucked to, up. You can go to go to nocellentertainment.com. That's right, nocellentertainment.com to listen to all of our podcasts. Look at all of our blogs. You can also see lovely photos that the producer drew for us. And revamped, motherfuckers. Revamped, that's right. Dude. One of them looks really good. The other ones are, yeah. The drawing's top notch. It's the people's ugly fucking faces. Yeah. That's why I have glasses on. It's uh, the best I can do, sir. Yeah. Sorry. You also uh, find all of us on social media. Actually, I take that back. Two of them look good. I would never be smirched the producer. That's right. That's right. That's what I thought you were talking about first. Oh, sorry about me, of course. Soon, uh, soon. Uh, if, if you're off the show, check the website. <laughs> yeah. If you're in black and white, yeah. you're off. You're being a human can. With a red line through it. <laughs> a red line through. Uh, you can go follow all of us on any social media website. We're on all of them. And like always, you can listen to all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast. <laughs>